0: Welcome to the Sample Chapter Podcast, the show where authors read a sample chapter from one of their books. Here's your host, Jason A. Meiske. Hello friends, it is episode 21 of the Sample Chapter Podcast. I am your host, Jason A. Meiske, thriller author, and I am so happy that you have tuned back in. Man, episode 21. My gosh, this is awesome! I am I am in love with this show. I am in love with you, the listeners. Uh, you know, this is just turned into something beyond my wildest dreams. Before I gush all over myself and all over this show, <laughs> let's go ahead and send out a big thank you to our our sponsor, U Store All of Warnsburg, Missouri. U Store All is the absolute best place to go if you're looking for storage. If you're looking for climate control, if you're looking for non climate control. You cannot beat UStoral. Uh the entire facility is fenced in, it's gated access, you get your own private gate code. It's never reissued, so you know the place is secure. And to add to that, there are more than 40 cameras recording 24 hours a day and backed up to terabyte DVRs. So they've got months of footage on there. Make sure you go online at ustorall.net so you can check out uh, some pictures of the facility. It's a fantastic and very clean place. Uh you can't beat it. net is the letter U-S-T-O-R-A-L-L dot net. I also want to thank Podcast Garden for being the host site of this show and many, many, many others like us. Uh you know if you are looking for other shows they have a wide variety of uh, shows, any kind of show you can think of, you can find it on podcastgarden.com. And if you're looking to start your own show, you can do so. Start it up for the first 30 days for free. So check it out, podcastgarden.com. If you're a fan of the show, if you like us, please, you know, do us a huge favor. You know, telling your friends is fantastic. I absolutely recommend you doing that because, you know, hey, I, I think we're doing pretty good. But if you do like us, please go on iTunes, Google Play, wherever it is you're listening, and give us a rating. You know, whether it's five stars, four stars, you know, anything works great. You know, it helps the show grow. It helps us reach more people. And ultimately, that's what we're trying to do is reach more people so that these authors who come on here are reaching a wider audience because they deserve that. They deserve that chance, you know, and and, uh, for for you coming back every week and you sharing it with somebody that you know or people that you don't even know, that's helping everybody win. So don't forget to give us a a rating. Don't forget to also come on over and like our Facebook page. It is the Sample Chapter Podcast at Facebook.com. If you are a fan of the page, you will see regular updates, kind of like this weekend. Man, you got to see, <laughs> I shared a bunch of live videos this weekend from an event that we went to. The writing group that I'm a part of, the Writers of Warrensburg, held their uh, third annual workshop this weekend. Uh, we had dozens of authors at the event. Uh, it was a, a full day full of classes and getting together and just kind of you know speaking amongst ourselves talking about you know what's working what's not learning from experts other authors who have been putting out tons of fantastic work you know just a a wonderful time and then we followed that up by heading on over to readers world of warnsburg and man let me tell you the staff there the uh the management everybody they took care of us they are awesome uh you know i highly recommend you get over to Reader's World of Warrensburg and check them out. Check out that store. They got toys. They got books. They got all kinds of things. And man, do they know how to take care of their authors. They had cookies. I mean, come on. <laughs> and had a, a amazing, amazing you know, book signing event there with uh, what was there? I think there was nine or ten authors. Um, amongst them were previous authors from this show. We had Stan C. Smith. G. A. Edwards, R. M. Kinder, William Schlichter, and even hey, your host Jason Meiske. I was there too. Unfortunately, my books did not make it in time to uh, you know. I didn't get to give out any and sign any, but uh, you know, so I decided it was a great chance for me to be there for you guys, the fans. You know, my my friends here in the sample chapter world, and so we did a bunch of live updates. Got to uh, you know, do a little bit of shooting with uh, with Stan and and Miss Edwards uh William you know we had a really fun time uh, it was it was a blast I also got to meet a bunch of really great authors that are new new to me you know and they got, there's a little clip on there where they got to introduce themselves and they've all promised that they want to come on the show so we're going to hold them to that right uh <laughs> if you if you see tell you what go to our facebook page like that check out that video it's the last video the last update of it and if you see an author on there that you know make sure that you are reaching out to them And reach back to me, tell me, hey, I want to hear their story. I want to hear one of their sample chapters. And, uh, you know, we're going to make this happen. Speaking of authors, um, you know, if you are an author, if you know an author, and, you know, it doesn't matter if it's your first book, doesn't matter if you've written 100 books, I would love to talk to you. You know, this show was built with the idea in mind that uh, we're going to reach out to other authors. We're going to reach out. And I've come to realize even traditionally published authors, you know, they, a lot of the marketing is still up to them. You know, the, the, the publishing houses, they are still telling the authors, Hey, don't forget to reach out to friends, you know, market your books, do things, you know, they oftentimes aren't putting the money in. And so it's up to the authors. No different than us independents. Everything is up to us. So from that standpoint, we're all in the same boat. And you know, if if my show can be one small part to help reach out and find even just one new reader, then we have done our job. And you know, by God, I'm going to keep doing this show. I'm going to keep trying to get the word out about each of the authors that come on this show because I believe in the value of this show. I believe in you, the listeners that that uh, you know you are fantastic readers and that you have a voice so make sure that you are going out if you find an author because of this show and you like one of their books and you read that make sure you're leaving a review make sure you say on there hey i found your book because of the sample chapter podcast you know tell your friends about it let's get more authors on here and let's really make this thing grow and uh you know i'm gonna just uh, keep doing my thing to uh Reach out for more authors all the time. So thank you, listeners, and thank you, authors, for helping us grow. That's a little bit uh, more serious than I usually get. So (laughs) let me uh, tell you what. Let me have a little drink. All right. Ah, That uh, that little drink was uh, in honor of uh, today's guest. uh, Drinking a beer. So (laughs) in honor of today's guest, Chuck Buddha. Man, uh, you know, this guy... I've been listening to him on The Mondo Method. He's the co-host there with Armand Rosamilia, who, also a previous guest on this show. Chuck is amazing, and he is such a fun guy to talk to. I mean, we hit it off. We spoke for a good 30 minutes. I had to, I had to put a note on here what time we actually started the, the show uh, because I had so much stuff recorded. I had been recording the whole thing. But he was he was so pleasant. He was so much fun, and then such a funny guy. Oh my gosh, you yeah. Uh But you know, I mean, Chuck is somebody I would love to sit down and have a beer, and probably find ourselves in trouble in no time. Uh, <laughs> just probably talking up a storm, and uh, who knows? I feel like I butchered his intro at the beginning of it too, because I was reading off of my notes, and I I wrote the notes real quickly. They were like a really bad first draft. Uh, you know, I'm talking about him being a horror author. You know, he writes his fiction with a very thriller pacing, is what I was trying to say. You know, he's got four series that he's been writing in. There's the, uh, the, the Debt Collector series, Pay Up and Die, book one from that. Uh, it's all about, it's a dark psychological series. Um, another one that uh, actually I'm really interested in is his western. It's called Curse of the Ancients. It's a supernatural western thriller from the Son of herp series. So that is something that I have not read anything like that before. Uh, supernatural western. And, you know, I don't get the chance to read a lot of westerns, so that really has me intrigued. It's in my queue on Kindle to uh, to download, so that is, thats is... I'm, I'm adding that into my list here pretty darn quick. Uh, today, we got a chance to talk to him, and uh, he discusses his, uh, his Gushers series. You're going to hear a chapter from that uh the gusher series is a dark psychological thriller also book one of that is the first cut as chuck was telling me it's uh it's a bunch of snotty kids up to no good written in the style of true blood So <laughs> let that sink in for a minute you know i guess uh imagine i i, I guess uh, you know, you imagine the the kids from true true blood up to a lot more trouble than they were on the show and uh that's uh that's going to be the gusher series so uh, you know, I think you're going to love it. Uh, I know you're going to love the interview with Chuck. Don't forget to check him out at ChuckBuddha.com. Uh, go to his Amazon page. And, you, you know, all of these authors, did you realize, you know, this came up over the weekend at the event. On Amazon.com, you find an author that you like, make sure to hit the button at the bottom of the author page. And you can follow them. And then Amazon will let you know when they have a new book out. Make sure you do that for Chuck. Let's get on over to his interview, okay? Friends, it's another episode of the Sample Chapter Podcast, and with us today we have horror fiction with thriller pacing writer, or author, I guess would be the best way to put it, and co-host of the Mondo Method Podcast, Chuck Buddha. Chuck, how you doing, man? I'm
1: doing great. How are you, Jason?
0: I'm fantastic. Thrilled to have you here. Welcome to the show, man.
1: Thanks for inviting me. Uh, I'm really excited. I like your show, and I can't wait to... Talk about writing with you, and uh, maybe sample a chapter or two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fantastic! Hey, and I'm I'm uh, just, I guess it's no secret I'm a big fan of your show too, so I'm just gonna say bug it up, bug it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Armand hates when I do that. You know that that, that song <laughs> sticks with you though once you hear it. So it's uh anyway I won't go into it. It's <laughs> it's funny the whole rap thing.
0: <laughs> uh, no problem. All right. Well, uh, tell the audience a little bit about yourself.
1: Uh, I am a very young, uh, late forties age type male, and uh, I like to walk on the beach. No, I, uh, I I'm a, I, I guess I'm a, a steadfast horror author. Um, you know, I've been writing fiction since I was about ten or eleven or so, and and I kind of always did it in the closet, uh, so to speak, because I was afraid of what other people would think. And uh, after doing it for, for a few decades, I finally got the courage to try my hand at putting it out there and, and being an indie author. And uh, ever since I tried it, I, I've had a great time and I've gotten some good feedback. So I'm uh, just having a lot of fun with it.
0: Yeah, and, I mean, and you're doing pretty well. I remember hearing uh, a while back that, for a period of time, you were writing what, a book a month.
1: Yeah. Well, I was lucky. I was unemployed at the time. So, um, <laughs> you know, I, I had that quote unquote corporate downsizing a few years ago when the economy turned and, uh, my whole division at my company got outsourced to another country. So I was basically forced to go home. And, uh, I, you know, I I'm a, crazy like workaholic and i just couldn't sit at home and watch jerry springer as much as i love it i just couldn't do it full time so um you know it had always been a dream to publish and and be an author and i finally said well it's time to put up or shut up and i said i'm home and i have the time so i might as well do this now or you know forever regret not following through and and it just happened to work out so it was a lot of fun it filled up my hours that's for sure (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well and that's that really says something for you as an author that i mean you know a lot of people will go home and it's like well all right i'm gonna hop on the xbox for a couple hours or go do something else but now you like dove right in and and i mean you put a lot of work in and because with a lot of stories and, and you, you're doing pretty well so that's really awesome
1: yeah I, you know what i and i i probably should caveat that by saying that i had been studying um, self-published authors and, and indie authors and, and other people in the horror industry for several years before I was laid off. So I guess I had a little bit of a runway where I, I was already starting to put stories together and figure out how to basically do the whole Amazon thing and all that. So um, so I hit the ground running a little bit faster than, than others, probably because I had been doing it slowly um, after my day job. So
0: Fantastic. Now, how many series do you have going on? Or, or,
1: or how many do you have in, in all? Boy, Ve. Uh, let's see. I've got. I have, I think, four series now. And uh, one of them's about to wrap up. One of them's already done. And the other two are uh, still in the middle of things. So, um, you know, they're, they're progressing nicely. And, of course, I have a whole litany of new series and standalone novels that are waiting impatiently in the wings to see the light of day. So uh, I, I kind of wrote out a, a calendar and, and based on the ideas and the stories that I have in the hopper, I I could still publish a book a month until like 2026 or something like that if, if I were able to do that. <laughs> so, wow. yeah, I got a lot of stuff waiting to go.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome. So, like, how many books are in the in the series that you're doing uh
1: two of them are trilogies and uh another one i have a series that's called the son of herb series it's a supernatural western series and um that one i, I plan to do seven books uh because i basically being a a, a fan of history and, and wyatt Earp and stuff you know i I know that he traveled from city to city and there's basically like seven major stops along his, um, his life path. And so the goal is to have his illegitimate son, uh, I guess blindly or absently without realizing it, following his dad's, uh, footsteps from, from city to city. So, uh, so that plans to be seven novels. And, uh, the last mm-hmm. series that I have, uh, that's currently, in the middle of things, I'm writing book four and five. It's a novella series, so it's ten novellas, and that's a it's a zombie uh, series where they're they're basically if you picture the best parts of The Walking Dead, where they're where they're living in the prison. Um, that's oh yeah, it's kind of like sixty days in, like that True Life uh, show on History Channel uh, mixed with I guess Walking Dead. So. Um, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, they're they're short, quick reads. They're novellas, you know, about 110 pages apiece. So,
0: what are those called?
1: Uh, that is called Caged, um, and it's the Zombie Lockup series. So it's it's a uh, I'm really witty on how I titled it. It's Caged One, Caged Two, Caged Three, etc. So. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Well, you know, the funny thing about this is that kind of brings up my next question, which I got to thinking about the correlation between horror writers and them being uh, incredibly funny. Because uh, because people who I don't, if if listeners out there haven't heard the mono method, uh, clearly you are the joker of the two uh, between the two. Well, you're both you're both really funny guys, but I think you're a little more on the outside, you know, the zany and do you think there's a correlation uh, maybe between the, you know you get into that dark space you're writing this horror and then you just let loose and uh, you want to do something fun or, or is there you think there is a correlation?
1: It, I, you know I I do I, I think that's a an excellent point I think there is a correlation I I think my the reason for my humor is I I am just 80 I am that kind of person where I I'm probably bipolar and I'm I'm extremely, you know, high end off the charts or very low end and uh, introspective. So um, I guess humor kind of bridges that gap, but, um, but it's true because I've met a lot of horror authors at some of the conventions that we've gone to. And uh, it turns out that a lot of horror authors are really cut up. So (laughs) I, I don't know if it's because we, like the dark stuff, so we kind of offset it with with the lighter comedy, comedic type uh, thing. Or if it's just that we're that crazy, you know. So so we kind of just look at things in an offbeat way, and and it's either funny or dark. I, I don't know. That's an excellent question, and I'm gonna have to bring that up with my therapist.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. That's that's another subject for your for uh, the mondo method. We <laughs> can talk about that sometime. Yeah. Cause yeah, I mean, I see the I saw some of the pictures from the tour you were just on, and I mean, you guys were all writing. It, it looked like you guys were all writing. It was beers and fears, right?
1: Oh yeah, the beers and fears tour. It's our second annual one. We just wrapped up, and it's uh, it's basically an excuse for a bunch of chubby guys to get together and drink beer. And if we're <laughs> if we're lucky enough to sell some books, um, then it's just like icing on the cake. But uh, actually, it turns out, you know, it, it's bizarre. Armand kind of discovered it, or you know. Uh, a few years ago I had stalked him at a signing that he had at a local brewery here in New Jersey. And, uh, it was just such a great time. I had a great time talking to him and meeting, you know, his family members and friends and, and other fans. And, um, he sold a, a bunch of books and, and so you know, it was his idea to try and do that again. And we did it. And, um, and it has been a, a, real big success. So I'm not sure if it's just the novelty, you know, people show up to drink beer and then they go, Oh, what are these guys doing here with these books? Oh, you write horror, you know, I like horror movies and then the conversation starts or, um, it, it's just a bizarre pairing, but it seems to work pretty well, you know, about 75% of the time and, and the 25% that it doesn't work. Like I said, we hang out and drink beer and laugh and talk shop. So, uh, it all works out either way.
0: I'm gonna to have to uh, take some notes from that. I've got an author event coming up in a week or so. I'll have to remember, like, hey, we need to bring some beer, or some wine coolers, or something, and let's get some people drinking and buy books.
1: Yeah, so, if you think we're <laughs> if you think we're zany, you know, uh, listening to us on on the podcast, you should definitely be around us while we're drinking beer. It's it's a little out of control. <laughs> <There you go.
0: laughs> so what uh, what are you working on? What do you got coming up?
1: Right now, I, I got a couple things that I, I'm doing. I have a, uh, I'm finishing up the the trilogy in my Gusher series. So it's a uh, it's a three book series basically about a bunch of uh, upper middle class kids in North Jersey who are bored and they start to dabble in the occult and it gets a little out of control. So I'm finishing that third book. Uh, that should be out shortly. And uh, like I said before, I am working on the fourth and fifth chapters or novellas of the zombie lockup series. So Caged 4 and 5 are, are in the hopper, and then I got a whole bunch of other stuff that's uh, that's waiting. So, but, you know, if you listen to the Mondo Method, Armand always makes fun of my Viking black metal uh, concept, and it, that's been eating away at me for a couple of years, and I haven't started it yet, so I'm starting to outline things, so. You can tell I don't chase markets mm-hmm. too much because my, my stuff is just off enough that it's not, you know, uh, what people typically look for.
0: We never knew that Glittery Vampires was going to take off, so one of these days you could be a visionary. No, that's true. Good point.
1: I, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> <laughs> All right,
0: well, uh, so what uh, what book are we going to hear from you today?
1: Well, I because I'm close to finishing the, the third book in... The Gusher series, I figured I would read the first chapter or maybe two, depending on how quickly I can read, of the first cut, which is book one of the Gusher series.
0: Fantastic. How can, uh, how can people find you online?
1: Uh, I'm basically anywhere where there's books, so um, I guess that's not true. That's kind of a lie. Never mind. I used to be everywhere where there were books. Now I'm, I'm only on Amazon. Um, although people could find me on directly on my website, uh, which is just chuckbooted.com, and I'm basically listed as author Chuck on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, where else? Pinterest. I think I go on occasionally. So, yeah. So I'm kind of everywhere and, and anywhere, but uh, I try not to stand out too much.
0: Okay. Well, Chuck, it's been. So much fun having you on here. It's it's a real pleasure for me getting to talk to you in person after hearing hearing you online for a while. And uh, you know, hopefully uh, we can do this again sometime.
1: I would love that. This this is this is great, and I love your show. I think what you're doing is unique and interesting, and um, and you're a swell guy too.
0: Oh, you're just saying that. The checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, and uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to hand the floor over to Chuck Buddha with his reading from The First Cut, book one.
1: All right, here we go. Chapter one. Todd knocked the kid out. All it took was one punch. Todd had warned him, but the stupid kid didn't listen, and now he was laying on the ground with his arms stretched up to the sky. The brain hadn't yet signaled his limbs to lay down with the rest of his unconscious body. The kid's friends swarmed around to drag him away and shouted Todd. Aiden hated Todd. Fuck off, assholes. I'll fuck your shit up, too. You want some? Todd held his strong arms out to the side, taunting the group of guys on the other side of the movie theater lobby. The head usher ran over and shoved Todd out the door. Todd left all the whole time, holding his hands in the air like a prize fighter who just won a heavy white outfit. As soon as he reached the sidewalk, Todd spat on the plate glass windows to the theater. He stuck two middle fingers in the air and continued to taunt the kids inside who struggled to revive their friend. Jordan giggled as she exited the theater. She hugged Todd and congratulated him on his victory. Aiden hated Jordan, too. He had grown weary of life in Tenafly and all the trappings of upper-middle-class suburbia. Aiden was down-to-earth and quiet. His parents called him a loner. Stop being a loner and go out with your friends. Girls don't like brooding, quiet guys. Loners scare them away. Pathetic. So Aiden found himself out with his friends for an often repeated cycle of movies, diner, gossip, and fighting. Not always in the same order, but all the pieces of the puzzle were present. Todd and Jordan walked ahead of the rest of the group. Spencer and Zoe argued over the movie. Spencer was super smart so he thought the movie was a rich tapestry of modern decay or some other pretentious, high-conceptualized critique. Zoe, ever the opinion leader, complained the lead male character wasn't attractive enough for such a role. He needed chiseled looks and messy hair if it was to be believable he could capture the beautiful actress's heart. Aidan walked silently alongside Leah. They were the losers of the group. Well, losers would be harsh. Quiet ones? Jordan spun around, tossing her silky black hair over her shoulder. Hurry up, douchebags, we're hungry. Spencer and Zoe picked up their pace. The foursome clumped together and entered the diner without looking back. Aiden and Leah might as well be ghosts. Aiden thought of saying goodnight to Leah and walking home. It would be far easier to leave now while the others were busy finding a table inside. Otherwise, they would browbeat him into sticking around and mocking him about having nothing else to do anyway but go home and jerk off. Aiden reached the top step of the diner. He held the door open for Leah. She smiled and went in without saying a word. Aiden thought Leah was beautiful, even if she wasn't like all the other girls. Her long, auburn hair smelled fruity as she brushed past him. Over here, homie! Todd shouted above the tables, waving Aiden and Leah over, as if they hadn't seen where the group sat down. An older gentleman in a booth shot Todd a dirty look for his boisterous behavior. Todd glared at the old man until he turned back toward his wife. Todd would bully anyone. Anytime. Aidan slumped into the end of the booth, allowing Leah to sit first. He had to keep one cheek hanging off the bench just to fit in. Where the fuck is Ryan? Jordan made sure the curse word was extra loud to irritate the older customers. The old man who Todd pissed off shot another dirty look their way. Todd laughed out loud. Then Jordan joined in. He's probably up to no good somewhere. I didn't see him leave the movie, did you? Spencer wadded up his chewing gum and wrapped it in a sugar packet. He drummed his fingers on the table. Who cares? He's been so obnoxious lately. Zoe rolled her eyes and twisted a lock of hair in her fingers. She glanced around for a server. Zoe was very type A and couldn't stand to wait on anyone to get around to waiting on her. Todd giggled. He elbowed Jordan and mumbled to the group, Here she comes. We got her again. Like clockwork, they all looked over their shoulders or stared at the waitress as she came over. Aiden hated how obvious they always had to make things. It's like they wanted people to know they were talking about them. He felt bad for the waitress. She was grossly overweight and walked with a terrible limp. Her makeup was exaggerated to hide her age and poor skin condition. Aiden cringed for the oncoming brutality. It was always the same when she waited on their table. What can I get you, folks?' the waitress asked them like she had never seen them before. Aiden knew she was aware of who they were and how it would go down. They always ate here and usually got her section. "'Hey, babe, you look spectacular tonight.' What fragrance is that you're wearing? Todd giggled openly while Jordan buried her face in his shoulder. The waitress ignored the open mockery, holding her pencil and pad until somebody ordered something. I'll have a Coke and a cheeseburger deluxe. Medium, Spencer mercifully ended the awkward pause. Same, Aidan piped in to keep the orders rolling. The sooner it was done, the better. Can I have a salad? Small. Dressing on the side. "'Water. No ice.' Zoe rattled off the order from memory without looking up. "'Me too. I'll have ice in my water, though.' Leah smiled at the waitress. The woman didn't acknowledge Leah's friendliness. She was probably already upset with the usual behavior. Todd jumped in with a loud tone. He had to make sure the whole diner heard his order. "'Liver and onions. Medium rare. And a big bottle of hot sauce. Oh, and a Coke, not a Pepsi.' He knew damn well the diner only carried Pepsi products. The waitress gave up a long time ago explaining the difference in colas. She knew the deal. He asked for Coke. She brought a Pepsi. He would complain with an earshot to not leave her a tip for bringing him the wrong drink. I'll have a plate of french fries, and can you make sure they aren't too undercooked or too crispy? You guys always make them wrong. And water, with a straw. Jordan leaned toward the waitress with attitude. The waitress finished scrawling on her pad and left to fill the order. Aiden wondered if her pad had pre-filled order form for their table since it was the same order each time. Todd and Jordan slid up in the booth. Their eyes widened as they looked toward the door. Aiden spun around to see what they were staring at. Ryan had walked into the diner and he was dressed in the movie Usher's uniform.
0: That was Chuck Buddha reading a sample chapter from The First Cut, book one of the Gusher series. That was awesome. Uh, You know, I wasn't really a big fan of True Blood when it came out, but this has me intrigued. I can't wait to check it out. Hey, don't forget to head on over to ChuckBuda.com, check out his Amazon page, and uh, follow along. Hit him up, check out his books. Uh, You know, the guy's a fantastic guy, and you know what? He thinks I'm swell, too, so... He can't be all that bad. (laughs) Hey, like us online, uh, follow along, and don't forget to subscribe so that way next week when we come back with another author, another book, and another sample chapter, you won't miss out. We'll see you next week. Bye.